I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's international football time, everybody. My favourite of all the footballs. Oh, England are playing Malta. How will Gareth Southgate's men get on against them? Let's find out. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. My name's Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Pete Donaldson's here. Hello, gentlemen. Hello! It's the the thrilling three. Mm. Indeed. We've and escaped from Pete's flat. Yes, we have. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should talk about that. Why? This show, because Luke will want to get his teeth into it. No. If if he is not allowed to defend himself of a Flamingo Park that he imagines mm-hmm. is an actual uh, Flamingo Land product... I'm allowed to apologise on behalf no. of Pete Donaldson Limited for locking the Ramble and extended families in the house of Donaldson. Yeah, you did lock us in your flat. Didn't yeah, you? this, this you happened. Went out and lock the chub, forgetting that lock we the were chub. In there. <laughs> did you find that? Did you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, for those of you, a lot of things. For those of you who don't follow us on Twitter or, or check our, our Facebook or website recently, Pete did lock us in his flat and Not uh, on purpose. No, no we, we'd, had, worse, we, we'd had a lovely day. It was yeah. yesterday. It's fresh in the mind. Uh-huh. We'd gone to Penguin to record a podcast about the forthcoming Football Ramble book that comes out on the uh, 20th, which is very, very exciting indeed. We've received copies. We're excited yep. about it. We were pumped. We were together. There was a togetherness in the air. It was great, wasn't it? it was yeah. Great. And, and, was, and you abused that togetherness. <laughs> you thought, I want to keep this togetherness yeah. for when I come home. I uh, and then we went to film a FIFA game in my house, which is our, on our YouTube channel. Which, which should be very very soon. Yes, which will be on our YouTube channel today. And uh, yeah, and then I I'm a single man. I lock my door when I leave the house. Dearie me, right. I had to go to a meeting and I locked you guys in. Yeah, yeah. So like I say, we, we'll we'll. I talk- mean, what I would say no, is two Peter. things. Who got my booze out? Lord Ramble, I already know that answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm who- fairly fairly certain to be fair to Lord Ramble, that it was just sitting on the side anyway. Uh, I imagine he got the booze out after after five minutes of not even yeah. knowing he'd been locked in. To be fair, but, both, um, of those things, both of those things are consistent behaviours. Exactly. So. And, and also, who got why? Why was my um, Dyson out? What no, have you been up to? Your Dyson. That, that I can't. Answer. My vacuum. Who really? took my vacu- vacuum out? Well, Luke was. Luke, you and Luke were having a little chat about what a good product it was. Why did he get it out so, then? Well, was he demonstrating? I'm just saying, I'm just saying he's the main culprit. Right, I'm putting cameras up next time. Ne- what more cameras? <laughs> your flat needed a bloody good clean. Oh, outrageous! Uh, it did actually because you filmed part of the lock that was the problem, and there was a big stain on the lock, and I was like, oh, that's depressing. Yeah, Pete, Not uh, bothered about locking my friends in my house, but if they broadcast to the nation that my locks are dirty, there was a love. Hashtag going around Twitter, free the ramble free. Thank yeah. you, 
Free the Ramble 3, rather. Thank and you, you very you're much. doing little funny videos on my sofa. Yeah, we go on our Twitter. We have nothing else to do. Not realising the fact that behind you, the cupboard uh, behind you, actually had a spare key. You could have locked us well, in Why your would flat? we know that? It's your exactly. flat. And the reason why we couldn't get hold of you is because you'd left your phone in a taxi recently. Yeah. You are ridiculous, Donaldson. <laughs> I refuse you are ridiculous. to take this. And I'm getting angry now because if someone doesn't, what, in Luke's absence, then this will go unpunished. I refuse yeah. to take that from Marcus C. Well, Speller. it sounds to me like you are taking it. Yeah. Yeah. What's your defence then? I I always lock the door. I'm Joseph Fritzel. <laughs> Celebrated Australian, 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 Austrian. Yeah. yeah, man about town. Yeah. Anyway, moving on swiftly, we'll pick this up on on the the, the main podcast on the flip on side. Monday. Yeah, yeah. When Luke's no, back. you're not having double bubble. We were. Well, you're not allowed to say a thing then. I can, I'll stop get, there then. Get back in the room. Oh, I've said what I wanted get to say. Get in that room. Don't worry, Luke. Anyway, let's uh, let's get back in the England room because mm. I said while the music was playing that uh, how, you know how will England get on uh, against more to Gareth Southgate's men find out here because this is the preview show we're going to tell you how they're going to do yeah. we think they're going to win they're going to bring <laughs> bring your Malta to the slaughter <laughs> slaughter yeah Gareth, Gareth Southgate has said that he's not too nice for the job and that there isn't just one style when exercising firmness and discipline it did strike me a little bit um, uh, when we had the the run in for the previous election with, uh, you know, in, in this country between David Cameron and Ed Miliband. Mm. When Ed Miliband was asked if he was tough enough for the job, yeah. which he clearly he wasn't. Said, Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did, <laughs> didn't he? It was very oh. unconvincing. I like Ed Miliband. I think he's a lovely fella. And I, and I damn right agreed with a lot of what he said. <laughs> but I'm, I, his toughness... Is that plinth in your garden? Have you got the big yeah. Labour Promises plinth? <laughs> I do, I, it's still there, and you can he- hear me barking from it every now and then. <laughs> it's a glorious sight. Tony Benn would, would appreciate. Um... Yeah, I, I, it's an interesting one with Southgate taking over the England job. Because what, is it what, interesting? The word isn't interesting no. I'd use. It's okay. just a bit like, <laughs> it's this noise. This noise is, is England. <laughs> yeah. It's too early for it to be a refreshing change that he's having to say <laughs> that, he's, that he's too nice, like in, in comparison to the previous man in the job. I, I'm um, trying. St George, if you can hear yeah. me, I'm trying. But with <laughs> Southgate, though, I just wonder if, and we, England have tried everything, Big Sam, that didn't work out, did it? <laughs> no. But, I, but the thing is, Big Sam was trying everything. Well, I just asked trying everything. Just, I was just guessing. But I just wonder, though, Southgate is seen as, as a nice guy. I've actually I've met him and interviewed him well, before. So are you. Thank you very much. We had a lovely time. Uh, what? Yes. <laughs> hand, hand up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, with Southgate, sometimes when you meet other managers, you can tell straight away that they have that commanding presence or they have a bit of an ego and aura, whatever, whatever word you want to use. Southgate doesn't have that too much, but I'm not sure that's to his detriment. He's lemon barley water in human form. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> he is, though, isn't he? I think that's a yeah, bit... He's... I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. I just wonder with Southgate, if he is a bit more arm-round-the-shoulder kind of manager, a nice guy, a more bottom-up approach as opposed yep. to top-down... He's, he's washing I... the dishes, <sighs> you get your hand on a bit of wet food and you go, Ugh. Yeah. Gareth, Ugh. what are you doing? Yeah. That's basically Gareth. stuck in the plug. <laughs> And that's what's going to happen to him. He's just going to get stuffed Stuck down in the plug. plug. I'm not sure that you're... It's going to be like the film Working 9 to 5, uh, where I th- this is one of them get shrunk at one point. I don't this know. Be no, a that's, film honey, on... that's Honey, I Shrunk the no. Kids. And they, they were in, like, no, and they were using a, 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 a piece of uh, toast as a flotation aid in the sink. Again, Somebody Honey, I shrunk, shrunk the Kids, no. and it was Cheerios. Somebody gets shrunk. 
<laughs> I think it was working nine to five with Dolly Parton. Okay. Obviously, Dolly Parton. Yeah. So, sorry, someone used a piece of toast as like a flotation because it got shrunk thing. down into the sink, and it was always on during the eighties on the telly all I've, the time. I've never seen that film, and it's no. very different from how I'd imagined based on that. <laughs> Would wow. you like me to talk about the, more about the time I met Gareth Southgate? No, Ooh, let's on. get on with it. Tell, tell us all about the guy. Yeah. I, I just wonder if Southgate, with his approach, being a nicer guy, maybe a bit more caring, and all the rest of it, can help the players get rid of the fear because there's a man who's mm. who's been on the wrong side of a spectacular moment Absolutely. for England in a tournament he's got previous experience he knows what it's like to live through that fear and then be on the receiving end yeah. of uh, being a complete not a complete failure that was poor because he actually had a good but Euro 96 a, a scapegoat and in fact yes. actually the, the, the press have learned from uh, fr- from that to a degree I mean, it's rare that you can praise the tabloid press but they don't go in as hard on players that miss penalties as they used to be and, the <laughs> there's too many of them well indeed yeah <laughs> but the, the, and there's too many other things to go in at them for <laughs> but um, but yeah Southgate got a really really rough ride didn't he at the time it was... but it's not like he roars like a phoenix afterwards is he it's no. not like no, oh that's like... really shown his critics did it I mean no, but it's hard still... to do from, from defence isn't he it he had a decent career he had a decent international career as they go. It wasn't spectacular, but it was, it was solid. Decent. It was solid. Yeah, it was decent enough, and he recovered from that. So he has personal experience of that. And as I say, he's a nice, nice guy, and uh, knows the England setup well. <laughs> you sound loved, like an ex-pro, yeah, his and, friend, or, or just an ex. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean this thing. You did lay upon me. I'm just I trying. I appreciate that you're trying to find the you, positives in it, Mark. You you're really commenting are not on, letting but me. you're commenting on what, what, what the press is saying. Like this whole thing about him being nice. It's like is that is that, is that, is that his best credential? Well, no, but that's what people are saying. So what I'm trying to say is that if he has a more, if, if you know what I mean by a more bottom-up approach as a manager rather than top-down, rather than being a guy who walks in and commands the dressing room in a more egotistical kind of way, like you would imagine Jose Mourinho doing, or even Sam Allardyce, if he is going to um, sit down by the players, talk to them more on a one-on-one kind of thing, maybe is that what they actually need? Because really, how much can a manager at international level do tactically? Yes, of course, they they can do a bit, but with England... It seems to be more the fear that that, that does it, you know. Yeah. And okay, they don't have that fear in qualifying, but I just wonder if Southgate's approach is one that England haven't tried. And my goodness, why not give that a go? Here comes the fear. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I like the Doves; they're an excellent Good. band. Excellent band. Mm. Um, all right. Well, would anyone rule out a draw? Really, eighteen yeah. to one. <laughs> Bet three six five. Uh, Ten pounds will get you one hundred and ninety pounds, including your stake. I'd be having a bit of that. You're gonna have a quid. I'd, on I'd that. be amazed <laughs> if, if England drew this game. It's quite an interesting squad, though, isn't it? That he's picked first. Um, Oxlade Chambers. Is it interesting, in, Jim? Is, well, I'm, I'm trying to do what you were just trying to do, and I'm doing trying what to, you're yeah, trying to do. <laughs> kick some it's, life it's into like, England. It's like devil's advocate, but just the, not even the devil. Yeah, just, just, just Darth Maul. Really just a man it. who looks a bit like the devil. Yeah, he's um, Jim Rosenthal's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keane getting uh, called up was uh, was an interesting one for for Danny Simpson in particular. Wasn't yeah, it? what was it? Just tweeted. He, he posted a, a link to the announcement. And just Andre tweeted, Gray. Lol. But Andre, Andre Gray, yeah, tweeted that Michael Keane had been called up, and so and yeah. he was quite pleased about that. Obviously. No, but Danny's obviously Danny Simpson's thinking, what, what have I got to do to get in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> enough. It's fair enough, though, isn't it? You think yeah. Simpson should get a look in? He's won the league. Although it's not like Michael Keane's playing badly, though. So at the same time, wind one's neck in. True enough. <laughs> yeah, he replaced the injured Glenn Johnson, of course. Um, yeah, Oxley Chamberlain back in, in in the squad. He said being snubbed by Allardyce gave him a kick up the backside. Yeah, for that whole month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Allardyce is in the job. Yeah. Oh, I really worked hard for those sixty days yeah. or whatever. Um, to be fair to, to, to Oxley Chamberlain, he has he has had a better start to the season than uh, than he you know than his form at the end of last season or most of last uh, season would suggest. So he's on the right track, but he, he's still a player that. Um, 
needs to start delivering more. But, you know, this, this, these sort of confidence boosts uh, can only contribute to that. Yeah, confidence boosters. As you mm. say, Malta is a confidence booster. I mean, what you would say... You're reducing <laughs> Malta to a confidence <laughs> Again, mate. This like, is a qualifier. No, I'm just saying being in the England squad in general, to smash those little idiots. Oh, I see. But Im- imagine having the kind of... I'm not going to use the word arrogance, but like the confidence uh, in how little England is thought of on an international stage to sort of go, well, you know, finding out that I couldn't even get into the England squad. <laughs> really thought, what am I doing with my life? Isn't yeah. that terrible? Mm. That you just, you're not automatic pick for a, a, an underperforming England side. Well, speaking, depressing, isn't it? speaking of automatic picks, Wayne Rooney said he didn't appreciate the battering he got after Big Sam I, said I that Rooney could pick his position. I think that's absolutely fair enough from Rooney's point of view. If it's, it's, it's interesting that he's, he's been so mm. brazen as to come out and say that. Because uh, well, it, it, you know, it wasn't fair. He wasn't didn't, helpful, actually was it? didn't really play like that. He was playing in a deep role. That was obvious. But hmm. you know, uh, I let us apologise to him on the plane, didn't he? Supposedly, so, did he? You know, yeah. That, that was what Rooney said. He said he, he knew he'd, he'd made a mistake and he apologised to me straight away afterwards. But just it just makes you wonder if Allardyce wanted it so much. He was so giddy and not really thinking about his role as a manager. Mm. That and a, that and a number of other things. <laughs> well, I, well it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because Allardyce came in and as soon as he came in and said, you know, Rooney can pick where he wants to play. He's probably meaning, oh, he's so important to the side, he can go anywhere. And Southgate said, as soon as he got the job, oh, well, I phoned Rooney straight away to um, to tell him and reassure him that he'll still be captain. And you think, blimey, is Rooney really this good or is he or is he this imposing on people? Do you know ca- what I mean? The captaincy is such a boring issue, isn't it? It is. Is it really that important? But it's just blown up to be this huge, huge thing that I don't really think matters that much. Well, we said this before. We said this about four years ago, you know. Was the, Casillas was the, with the, was the head honcho yeah. for Spain for such a long time and just... Uh, Rooney, it doesn't give matter. It to, it doesn't give matter. it to Tom Heaton. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to Tom Daly, the Olympic diver. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's used to being around water, so, you know, a traditional captain, he'd be be more appropriate, wouldn't he? Um, Mm. Rooney is nine appearances away from uh, Peter Shilton's... (laughs) You're not shrugging that one off. (laughs) (laughs) That was absolute dog pops. What was? Dog pops! (laughs) I like this. Head on. You're like Marcus Police tonight. (laughs) Pete Donaldson, Marcus Police. No, it's just, how did you not have that? Why? Why are you not having that? It's just Captain near water. It kind of works. Move on, come no, on. I'm not moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn the ship around. Yeah, yeah Captain better. Daly. See, now it works. Okay. <laughs> Rooney is nine appearances away from Peter Shilton's record, 125 caps. Wah. Yeah, Wah. captains wear caps. I've taken a penalty against Shilton. Did it, did it go really? in? No. Oh. <laughs> didn't even didn't talk, even test him. Talk us through that. I was at the top of the BT Tower, Marcus. Is this a dream? No, it does sound he? like a dream, doesn't it? Yeah. And he was at the bottom. <laughs> and I, was, <laughs> I was booing it down a lift shaft at him. <laughs> No, he, I took a penalty at him at the BT Tower at some kind of promotional event I was DJing at. I went, oh, let's have a go, Peter. Oh, were you wearing your winkle pickers? <laughs> I just scooped it over the bar and he just went, no. Oh, so he, oh. he was actually disappointed that I didn't test him. Oh, that's <laughs> a shame. And he's like 50. <laughs> oh, Peter, that Bless is, him. that's piss poor from me. It is piss poor. Yeah, but uh, Shilton said recently, I hope he gets back and starts scoring goals, but he's got to play as a striker. If he does that, he'll retain his international place. If he doesn't, he won't break my record. He's big news, Rooney, isn't he? There's always someone coming out to defend him or a he's, pop at him. Uh, he's the biggest player in the side in terms mm. of reputation it's, it's or status. Harm, it's harmful. It's boring, isn't it? It must be so boring if you're him. Constantly thing, having it, everyone else's opinions about you in, is, in your face. Well, you know, those are the kind of top... It's a thing that everyone talks about. 
the people who don't listen to the ramble who are bored of the bloody thing. But I guess it's what people um, get asked in press conferences, isn't yeah, it? Because it's, it's always going to get into a newspaper. Very true. Absolutely. Well, think about the England team a few years ago when you had Gerard Lampard and Rio Ferdinand. And golden Terry. days. All the those golden kind of generation. Well, if you want to call it that, Jim, incorrectly. Um, <laughs> even with hindsight, you call it that. Uh, they were all huge. Hindsight would play for the Germans. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're all huge names, huge players, uh, who people, you know, household names. Mm. Whereas if you think about the side now, if you think of the, 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 the three centre backs that are vying for the two positions, would be Stones, Cahill, and uh, Smalling. Mm. Not household names, really, comparatively speaking. The full backs, you know, if it would be Rose and Walker or. Uh, uh, well, Keane, if he gets the nod. Or... No, Michael Keane is a oh, house, household name because he uh, played. Um, he was in that down United. <laughs> right. Michael Sheen, as you well oh, know. what? Doesn't work. Doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Unbelievable. That get, was, get onto Marcus's boat. That was Dodd. <laughs> have a little think about it. But do you see what I mean, though? And elsewhere in the side, you know, you're talking about Oxley Chamberlain or even if Sterling plays. You know, OK, Raheem Sterling's a bigger I'd name. I'd like and to see Sterling play, actually, because well, he's, he's so confident. So I wouldn't like to see him play. Well, right, fair enough. But I st- like Sterling's getting there to that kind of uh, superstar status. Some people would argue that he already has. You know, there's, there's Sturridge and Kane, they're not quite there. Rooney is that big. Um, A-lister, if you like, that's yeah. left in the team. I mean, yeah. Joe Hart's not quite there and obviously hasn't had a great time of uh, of, of lately in an England show. That's why Rooney is this centrepiece of the England side. He's the go-to man. He will sell newspapers. People ask a lot about him. He is easily the most experienced and he is the uh, the, the top scorer in the country's history at you know, no one else on that mm. side has anywhere near the amount of goals he has for England. He's always going to be the focus. And at the, at the time, at the, the, right now, nobody quite knows his position. And so there's there's always that kind of stuff. But Shilton did say he'd be the first to shake Rooney's hand if he beats his record. I like the fact that Shilton would be stood at the side of the pitch. Yeah. As soon as Rooney, as soon as the I, I don't feel weird about it. I just thought <laughs> I'd come down here to shake your hand the moment it had happened. I'm fine, it, I'm fine with it. As he comes out of the sub, he runs off after him, shakes his hand, <laughs> and runs off again. Come here. Come here. But the future of England is looking very rosy indeed. The England under 17s recently been in action in the Croatia Cup tournament, the one that we want. And along with beating the host, they beat Germany in the final 8-1. Oh, 8-1. Embarrassing. Pathetic. How <laughs> about oh, well, that, Peter? <laughs> well, yeah. What? We've done that before, surely, haven't we? I don't know. 8-1. Oh. So what, what are you saying, then? We're going, to do- saying, we're going to dominate the Germans for years to I'm come. I'm saying Qatar. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Um, how about this, then? Former England manager Sven Goran Eriksson yep. planning on suing the fake shake. We've yes. heard about the no, fake yeah, shake. Yeah, it's all, all come out season now, for this, isn't it? Yeah, this, this yeah, is going to be after a Allardy- unpleasant time for him. After Allardyce's sting by the Daily Telegraph, the fake shake who famously stung Ericsson by saying that he was uh, going to buy Aston Villa and uh, was offering Sven a job there after England, and Sven said, yeah, fine, I'll get Beckham, I'll get him off Real Madrid's books and onto Villa's books, mm. and uh, obviously that didn't happen, and it ultimately cost Sven his job. That's what Svenigans is arguing. If he successfully sues him because he says successfully, that he, Sven Goran Eriksson. Exactly, about, yeah. it's just, it's um, on the brain, isn't it? When the, the man's name even appears. <laughs> um, if he successfully sues the fake shake, and you know, obviously that's that's a reason uh, that he lost the England job. Does he get the England job back? Well, we've tried everything else, haven't we? <laughs> I think that's how it works. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. So fine, uh, at some point, Marcus, they're going to let you have a go at picking who's England boss. I'd tell you who my number two will be. Like, Tall grip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Keeping a grip on things. Surely England are going to win this, Peter. Surely. Uh, yeah, but I still wouldn't rule out a draw, as yeah, I said earlier on. on the draw. Yeah. Uh, Malta did uh, lose to Scotland in uh, in, a, in a recent qualifier before the summer. I think they lost 5-1. They did. They did get that goal, though, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Scotland are in England's group, of course. They're up against Lithuania, and uh, Strachan's men will be looking to get a win there at home. Scotland, if you look at their side, their, their current best goal threat statistically is Stephen Fletcher on nine goals. Stephen Naismith is on, on six goals. There's not a lot of goals in that side. No, I tell you, they've got to win this game as well because with games against England and, and Slovakia, and I mm. suppose you'd argue even Slovenia in there, like they, they have to pick up maximum points in, in, in these sort of fixtures in the, in the group. And mm. a bit of pressure on that. There Espe- is. Especially, as you say, when they're, they're quite blunt and goals are a problem. Yeah, Scotland will be... They want to try and get the kind of campaign that they did when they, they were up against Italy and then they were up against France mm-hmm. as well in those previous ones when I think McLeish was maybe in charge and Walter Smith was involved. Now, I know that was a few years ago now yeah. and obviously the different players involved and, and so on and so forth. But make Hamden a fortress, again, mm-hmm. as it can be. Yeah. You, know, you see, to, to use another Scottish example, Celtic Park in the Champions League nights, what an incredible atmosphere yeah. it is and it does put the chills up the opposition. Hamden, if they get that place going, which you'd imagine they would. And, you know, Scot- Scotland, actually, England being in that group, I think is a decent draw. Because, you know, in, in the seeded nations, England are probably the poorest <laughs> side. Um, as Lars Lagerback said, the Iceland coach, of course, England are the most overrated international team. Although, not on this podcast, they're very much rated <laughs> on this podcast. But, uh, so Scotland have avoided one of the big boys, you know, Germany, like yeah. they got the before, or as I say, France or Italy in, in previous ones. But not only have they got a, a weaker opponent in England, England, it's a derby match. Yeah, and the, and the you motivation know a lot, will be so high. Yeah. yeah, and you know a lot about the players in in question, mm. which which is <laughs> makes it even more difficult. But the odds on, on Scotland qualifying for the World Cup mm. is an interesting one. Three to one with bet three six five. Ten pounds will get you forty pounds back plus your stake. So you know it's it's not it's not bad. Only short odds for uh, what what could be a quite a difficult campaign. Indeed, but as you yeah. said, if they sort their home form out, I think um, the yeah. rest will come. But there's points in games like uh, Lithuania. But there's points in all of them. I say even in Eng- against England. Mm. You know, if, if it's got, I, I was at the friendly when England won three two at Wembley. Now I know it was only a friendly match, but often the games between those two aren't treated as friendly matches. And Scotland. Scored early, shut up shop. You know what England are like against stubborn yeah. opponents. They can't at the break moment, them down. Yeah, they just they probably forfeit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the nerves are just an absolute mess. There's so. at least a point for Scotland in that game against yeah, England. I think the first time they play is on uh, the 11th of November uh, at Wembley. And Scotland love a, a trip to Wembley. We, we've seen this many times in the, in the past before. I'm really looking forward to those games. But the, but the games against the Lithuanians have let them down before. That game against Georgia away when they mm. were trying to qualify last time was was a, was an yeah. annoying one for them because they do quite well against bigger teams you saw that against you know the Germans and the Poles and whatnot um, so, it, so it is it is possible uh, and uh, Wales of course they're, they're up against Georgia at the time of recording Wales haven't played Austria uh, that, that will have happened by the time we finish this so we can't comment too much mm. although Chris Common did dismiss uh, uh, suggestions from the Austria manager Marcel Koller I think it's pronounced comments about his team being lucky to get to the semis at the Euros but I like how Coleman uh, navigated that Just sidestepped it. Yeah, he yeah. sort of said, well, you need a bit of luck in, in tournaments to go quite far and all the rest of it, but I don't think we were completely lucky. I thought that was quite, it was quite, yeah. quite a nice but Also, uh, he, didn't he say something about how there are some teams, you know, who, with big big reputations who qualified well that just didn't really turn up? Yeah, and like Austria. Yeah, like Austria, <laughs> yeah. So he's, got, he's got his subtle little dig, yeah. Guardiola-esque level of digs mm. there. But um, Aaron Ramsey's a big miss for Wales, isn't he? He's not, not available at the moment. So that's um, this, this Austria game is a, is a really, really big one. But you'd, you'd think at home they'd have enough... Um, 
you know, to, to, to get past Georgia. And again, it's there's an expectation on Wales now in a way that there wasn't before. There was the momentum of the euphoria mm. they were creating as they went by being really, really good. But now it, I guess they're expected to do it again. So they can't, they can't have that slump where the, the expectation gets on top of them. They've got to win this one. Mm. It will be very interesting, as you say, with Wales. That expectation does change things, Peter. Mm. It really does. Just don't concentrate on Gareth Bale too much. Yeah, well, uh, that's... But also co- not enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the difference, isn't it, between, say, a Scotland and, 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 and Wales. You know, Scotland have got that lack of goal threat. And, and even when they did a few years ago about those previous campaigns that we touched upon, it was James McFadden who was one of their main players. Now, he mm. was great in a Scotland shirt, didn't really play that much, if my memory serves me correctly, for Everton. Mm. Um, but he, you know, he as well as he played, he's still not a, a, a Gareth Bale. And Scotland, it's been. I mean, Kenny Miller retired in 2013 with 18 goals. He's kind of like the the most recent best scorer, if you like, for yeah. Scotland. They've never had, certainly not in recent years, a Robbie Keane or, or, or that player that will always or a Robson Carno or a Hal Robson Carno, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who Wales certainly have. <laughs> um, but uh, talking about Gareth Bale, Collar, the uh, the Austria manager, said. We will not only have one player on him, we will have two or three players in close vicinity for 90 minutes to try to disturb him. Is that true? Disturb him? That's yeah, an interesting yeah. word, isn't it? I love that word, disturb Oh, here's a picture of your grandma in clown makeup. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but Spooky. Is, is, it, is that true? Is that, that's a baffling tactic to just give up, isn't it, ahead of the game? What do you mean give up? Would you just say this is how we're going to play? So adjust your tactics accordingly, Chris. <laughs> yeah. It seems mental. I did, Don't well, play Gareth Bale. Yeah. <laughs> well, now what are you going to do? Yeah, then we've taken two or three men out straight away by not playing <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're never going to be able to chase Hal. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, the word disturb was particularly enjoyable. It, yeah. was almost, it, was, it, was, it was like a notch below interfere. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we will try to interfere with him. We plan to dishevel him. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, we will we will talk um, more about uh, the other qualifiers going on around the continent and uh, and beyond. Um, but before we do and go to an ad break, we've got a magnificent offer for you darlings who, who download this podcast. And thank you very much for doing that. We won't be speaking about the international break for at least a month. Yeah. <laughs> so there's your offer. Yeah. No, the actual offer is... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a free copy of our audio book. If yeah. you go to Audible uk forward slash football ramble and make sure you do that one not audible audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble you can get a free copy of our audiobook the football ramble right there what more do you bleed and want mm. yeah. i know I, I, I don't know I, there's not much more we can offer to be honest yeah a free book the mm. book would be you know yapping on about forever you can have it for free yeah, just have it in audible have it. in in audio form. Yeah, and and we would offer to sign it, but obviously we can't. <laughs> sign your ears <laughs> with our voices. Audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. Come round to Pete's and we'll sign your. Actually, yeah, don't no. call. Don't wait Pete's. outside. Just yeah. outside, Pete's. Don't actually go in. Put one leg out. <laughs> leg in. <laughs> there we are. Let's talk more about the qualifiers after this. Hi, I'm Limboy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. I'm Linvoy Primus, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show, everybody. How about this one, eh? Germany versus the Czech Republic. A tricky one for the world champions, but they need to bounce back, Jim, from their disastrous Euros campaign where they didn't even reach the final. (laughs) Losers. (laughs) Imagine imagine that. Imagine being being eliminated. Spreckensy failure. (laughs) They don't. Anyone. (laughs) <laughs> I'll tell you what They um, probably don't even have a word for failure <laughs> It's just the same as England <laughs> Might I suggest they're still short of a, of a quality forward, Jim? You may, you may. Because but, but show you're working <laughs> Well, um, Mario Gomez is, is injured and, and, and getting on And getting on a bit, of course And he was brought back for the Euros there's a, that was my tip for uh, top scorer, if I remember rightly. <laughs> for the Euros. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but that was fair, though. Germany's yeah. forward. It's not that He, that he got terrible. a few, didn't he? <laughs> he got, you know, he, he, got he, was, he was there. He I was can't there. remember, to be honest with you. Jimmy put me on the spot there. Um, but uh, Mario Goetzer is often pushed forward, and obviously Thomas Muller, who, who does... I suppose if you've got Thomas Muller in your side, you don't really do forward, do you? Mm. <laughs> or a striker. But they, they maybe not play with a traditional centre-forward, but uh, they're quite dynamic under old Yogi Löw. There's Kevin Volland as well has come into the squad, but, yeah, they're... They're not as I know what you're saying. They don't have yeah, that quality. Muller isn't your traditional centre forward. No, obviously he, he didn't score at the Euros and has that weird thing of never having had, mm. uh, which you know he, he seems fine with at the World Cup. Yeah, um, but yeah, I know what you mean. It's not like there's a there's a sort of box office big name striker there. Yeah, sure. I mean, even but they're at a premium anyway, aren't they? They're, they're an, an increasingly rare beast. Well, England have got a few. Jim. <laughs> England have got a few uh, strikers. That is not. Quality strike, um, but yeah, I'd, well, you'd fancy Germany to to, to win that. Yes, yeah. uh, surely there's a real saucy one. Oh, sorry, Peter. Oh, I've got an email regarding the German oh, national really? team. Is that all right? Far yeah. away, and it's our definitely our flavour of email about the uh, German national team. Uh, it's from Jack McGregor. Thank you for your email, Jack. He says, uh, first time emailer, I heard this Keegan story today and I considered it my <laughs> civic duty to share oh, with God. you. This is going to be a tradition on the preview show. I know, yeah. Goodness me. Uh, this is the story of a Keegan-led Newcastle's ill-fated attempt to sell James Milner and replace him, as told by Terry McDermott. Why sell James Milner? <laughs> Why sell James Milner? That's your first mistake. Well, it happened, so there you go. Uh, we were actually at the club when we sold Milner, myself and Kevin Keegan. We sold him for 15 million quid. Mm. The story goes, and this is a true story, we didn't want him to leave, but we needed to get other players in because we'd had a bid of 15 million quid. Kevin said, if we sell him for 15 million quid, how are we going to replace him? The club's hierarchy said, we've already got one, Schweinsteiger. He's at Man United now, but seven or eight... He's at Man United, this is at Terry Talkin. Mm. He's at Man United now. Uh, but seven or eight years ago, he was a superstar, and they said we could get him. The idea of accepting the bid of £15 million for Milner, which was a lot of money back then, uh, and we're looking to get Schweinsteiger, it's a no-brainer. Well up for it, Keegan. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and his so assistant. Ambitious. But uh, after Milner signed for Villa, the day after, we're trying to sign Schweinsteiger, and the answer was, absolutely no chance. It will cost you £50 million if you want to buy Schweinsteiger. <laughs> Poor old Kev. So, uh, Man well United... done, Dennis Wise. What? But Man United were tracking him, did you say? No, he was mentioning the fact that now he's but at Man currently. United. He was trying to sort of say that he oh, trying to is not thought of uh, highly oh now, goodness. but obviously back then he was a real diamond. Uh, and Jack McGregor ends the email by saying, "Much love. Looking forward to seeing you all in Leeds next week." So yeah. uh, there we yeah, go. Just wow, well, Kevin. <laughs> Poor Come Kev. on, Kevin. Of course you can't get Schweinsteiger. Mm. Oh, they said we can have Pele. No, Kevin. <laughs> this playing. is why it was all too much for you before. <laughs> You're too play. nice for this job. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> playing Monopoly with Kevin Keegan. That'd be brilliant. You'd, you know. Monopoly takes ages to yeah. win. I used to be really You'd wrap good it up at within half an hour against yeah. kegs. I used to yeah. be brilliant at Monopoly when I was a kid. It's, my own about? finances are now so disappointing. <laughs> 
given brilliant that. Brilliant at Monopoly. I was. I was really good at it. <laughs> the only money you'd the only money you'd make out of Keegan or playing Monopoly is um, buying or rather selling um, get out of jail free cards <laughs> to him because he'd constantly be in jail. Yeah, he would. Oh no, he would. <laughs> two two carry bags full of crockery in a Yugoslavian <laughs> prison or whatever. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, yeah. My goodness, uh, the Netherlands are playing France. This is on on Monday night, of course, but this is perhaps the sauciest fixture mm. of the weekend. Mm. The Netherlands have a lot to prove, Jim, they after both, their um, disastrous Euro 2016 qualifying campaign. Absolutely, and both teams drew their openers as well, didn't they? So um, they they need to uh, to. This becomes must win given the size of of each each team. Really, certainly we're, both. We're talking about lack of goals for Scotland and. Um, and for Germany not having a quality centre forward, although I'm not worried about the Germans <laughs> having a lack of goals. But the touch, though, apart from Wesley Snyder, who's who's getting on a bit and obviously plays a slightly different role now in midfield, you know, he's got 30 goals. You look around their side, the next biggest uh, scorer is uh, Wijnaldum with, with seven. They don't have wow. a lot of goals in, in that squad. I mean, even the great Bastos doesn't really got going at international level. No. And they're a team who have often had great forwards mm. as yes. well. But I, I think you'd, you'd probably be looking at Vincent Janssen to, to maybe be the guy that emerges in the next few years. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. Yeah, yeah th- th- that would certainly be a, a, a hope of theirs. But, know? I mean, you know, the, the, the transitional phase is this thing we hear a lot about in, uh, in um, international football, isn't it? But the Dutch one is quite profound, isn't it? The, the Dutch transitional phase, <laughs> as it's known. <laughs> It's about 15 years and counting now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it? Do you know what's quite weird, though, is when we talk about often sides, they go through a transitional period, or they go through... England don't really do that. They're always just... It's the, just this kind of mulch. It, it sort of is, isn't it? I mean, I know England... Because I suppose well, in qualifying... Fair, we, we said the, said that at Euro, 20, uh, Euro 2012, didn't we, that Hodgson was, you know, overseeing all these new players coming well, through. It was transitional, and, you know, the old guard had all gone. Mm. So, yeah, it's just... Uh, it's just we're consistently rubbish regardless of the phase. Nothing changes. <laughs> I mean, what I would say is that uh, Netherlands versus France is, is the sauciest one of the uh, of the week, and that's yeah. why we did a FIFA version of it, me and Jim. That's yep. right. Uh, I mean, I, I, oh, it was a humdinger. Oh, didn't we yeah, do well? Was, yeah. Goodness yeah. me. If the real game's anything like that, um, <laughs> then loads of people are going to get locked in the stadium. Yeah, check it out, youtube.com forward slash football ramble. Um, yeah, the, I, there may well have been a golden goal involved. There may not have been. Yeah. Oh, spoilers! Oh, <laughs> That's Pete's thing. Goodness me! I'm just saying that. I'm, I'm not saying there may. You know, check out the videos. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Marvelous. Uh, Belgium are playing Bosnia Herzegovina. Mm, this will, is another nice one as well. It is. Yeah. What will Messrs Martinez and Henri do in their first competitive game in charge? Will they be underwhelming? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Jeko and Pjanic. Yeah. Not going to enjoy that, are they, with a laissez faire approach to defending? I thought you were saying they were like their binary opposites, and I was like, that's not oh, really no, fair. No, no. I, just, I just think, you know, if, if, if Belgium defend like Martinez, well, I'm going to say likes to have his teams defend, but sometimes as a team defend, like those, those two could have a lot of fun. Is, is Henri going to be on the touchline then? He's going to be on the pitch. Yeah. That's what Martinez thinks. They're He's going to have out a couple, international yeah. retirement. He's trying to pick him. <laughs> Two quite skinny men with some quite nice tailored suits. I'm looking forward to it. Sartorially, I think this is going to be a humdinger. Yeah, that's a, a big thing for you, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. As like you're it. wearing a nice blazer yourself. Yeah, you are. Yeah. It, could, it could well be. There's, there's some nice um, kind of little local derbies going on in, mm. in Europe as well. The Slovakia v Slovenia, which rolls off the mm. tongue quite superbly. Say it, ladies and gentlemen, say it with me. <laughs> Slovakia versus Slovenia. Slovakia versus Slovenia. Um, I went to Slovenia recently. It was very nice. Did you really? Mm. Oh, you were in a castle, weren't you? I was. You yes. decadent bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's, there's Greece versus Cyprus. 
which, uh, you know, always gets, always gets the jowls going. But Estonia are playing Gibraltar. Can Gibraltar get a goal in this one? It would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would You be said great. they were a threat recently. I suggested perhaps not, and <laughs> then had to apologise to the rock itself. Yeah. <laughs> not the wrestler, the, the, the rock of Gibraltar. You've met the wrestler, though, haven't you? I have, yeah. I out-eyebrowed him. Mm. And I have photographic you, you d- evidence. You do have very expressive eyebrows. I'm doing it now. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, so I, I think uh, that would be nice if Gibraltar can get something, even a it point. It would be great, yeah. Um, we, we, are they the ultimate underdog in the in the qualifying uh, group, would you say, even more so than San Marino? Mm. What do you reckon? San Marino... Uh, they're in that same pool, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, but they're sort of Ooh. newer to it. Do you know, so the Faroe Islands the are better. Yeah, no, the no, 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 but yeah. they're better than what they were. I, I can even vividly Cause remember... Because they're getting, like, the, the afterglow from, like, Iceland, aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah just Everyone's of... sort of really emboldened <laughs> by it. Those northern lights just <laughs> yeah. go quite far. No, but I can remember Italy going away to the Faroes, and... Going 2-0 up, the Pharaohs got one back, and then they, they had an effort, which I think Buffon needed to push past the post. And mm. I remember thinking, the, the, the levelling off of international football is actually is something <laughs> to be said. Scotland, I think, got a point there once, but there's no way San Marino... Got a point. Yeah, sorry, I should have said that the other way around, but maybe it was relevant. Um, a disastrous campaign. That was probably in the Bertie Votes era, right, I'd, okay. I'd imagine. But... Uh, I think with San Marino, they they just never get a point, do they? They never threaten any mm. side who are even marginally big. So uh, I, th- I think they're still the whipping boys, but Gibraltar yeah. certainly down there as well. Uh, shall we go abroad? Uh, not abroad, sorry, outside of Europe. Oh, yes. Um, Cuba versus the United States. Huge. It's, it's not a qualifier. It's a, it's a historic friendly match. They haven't played a friendly since 1947 for obvious reasons. They did play a qualifier in 2008, though. I like that. Yeah, this is great. Mm. A friendly match. Well, it was, uh, I think the first plane landed direct from the US uh, about two months ago or something like that. Was that right? Yeah. My, my it... mate is a, uh, the, one of the partners at JetBlue, and I think that was the first plane that landed, so it was obviously a big PR coup for them. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, the game will happen and everyone will be having a lovely time going, oh, that's brilliant. Hey, is it... Did a McDonald's open? <laughs> <laughs> is that a Starbucks? Yeah. What the hell? Is, are, they, are they getting a load of our classic cars back on the plane with them? What's going on here? <laughs> well, do, you, do you want some uh, Bet365 odds about this match? I would love yes, some. I, I had a good look. Uh, for Cuba to sneak an early goal and to go into the break leading, but the US to eventually win outright, it's 18-1 to 1 with Bet365. £10 bagging you, 190 quid. That's well worth a pot. I wouldn't put that past Clint's man. Yeah, yeah. I, that's well worth Let a Let him ship run in early yeah. just before the break good uh-huh. time to score a goal but ultimately oh. the US winning what a story yeah the home amazing I, I think that. that's it I think that's it I'm having it um, uh, and of course uh, you know they will uh, I think they're, they're qualifying for the World Cup's going on because that's what, that's what everyone's qualifying for and speaking of the World Cup Gianni Infantino the head of FIFA has said that he'd like to expand the World Cup from 32 teams which it was expanded to in in the nineties to forty eight teams. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd like a lot of things, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Well, this that's from twenty twenty six. That's from twenty twenty six. I should say this is his first sort of big idiot statement, isn't it? Which is quite a, <laughs> a, quite a big is thing his as, first as boss of FIFA. Well, I think this is the most marquee idiot thing he's okay, said okay, yet okay, during yeah. his reign. He's actually been relatively quiet, hasn't he? While FIFA's been. Like on fire. <laughs> Did well, he disband the anti-racism? Or was that you? Oh yeah, I that's true. No, yeah, no that was it. Was FIFA, but that, well, I don't right. think that was him specifically. Although I'm sure if he wanted to have a bigger say in that process yeah. and perhaps put a stop <laughs> to the disbanding, then, then he could have done. Yeah, maybe, as he's the president, right. his manifesto when running for president included a proposal to expand the cup to forty teams, and he probably thought to himself, "No one will notice the other eight. I'll slip yeah. them in." 
46 teams. 48. 48, sorry. I mean, that's From about, 32. I mean, 24, insane, to, like, 24 to 32 was a bit of a jump. People were like, mm, I don't know about that. Could you imagine how tedious it would actually be at that point? Well, apparently, we, we all love the World Cup and we all love the Euros, but with the expansions of it, it does, it does inevitably mean that the quality does take a dip. And mm. if you put it up that much, of course it would, massively. And then you get to the point, we all want to watch every game. As football fans, as proper football nerds as we all are, you want to watch every game or as mm. close to as possible. 48 teams. Could you, yeah, could you imagine it? 47 plus San Marino. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> plus England. But, it, you know, it's, it's too much. But apparently it would be, there would be like a playoff, so a load of teams would turn up and they could go home after one game. What? <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put that, I wouldn't discount that idea, to be honest. I quite yeah, because, like that. because I've presented you with the really bad one first and then I've yeah, kind of right. like scaled it back, you think... Well, if, well, we, well, if speaking, we have to settle for that... <laughs> well, yeah. speaking of discounting this, can we discount the fact that Gianni Infantino could be two children in a trench coat? His name is Infantino. Yeah, that's a very that's point. He's a very strange-looking man mm. as well. Um, but uh, but there we are. There we are. Oh, and in other FIFA news, they've decided to no longer use their favourite hotel in Zurich as it had become too synonymous with corruption. It was raided twice in 2015, so they're now using a different hotel. All the cavity walls are so, kicked uh, in. Because that, that was <laughs> looking for money. That was the problem, wasn't yeah. it? With the hotel. So we're all undercover journalists. Because it's bugged, that's why. Let's get out. Goodness me, click yeah. on the line every time you go and phone your wife. How did it take them this long? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. My, uh, I, I'm not sure if that hotel's happy about that or not, because presumably they would have earned a few quid, but mm. they were like, worst guests ever. <laughs> we never had the police round so much in yeah. all our lives. You know, we'll get back to just... Being in a hotel for a change. <laughs> Constantly complaining about those um, paintings that follow you around the room. Eyes <laughs> <laughs> oh, following you around the room. Oh, Unbelievable. Me. Um, Peter, what is our bet of the show? It's a big in, the best bet with Bet365. England to win by exactly three goals. Right? It's four to one. Four Ooh. to one. Uh, we'll bet 365. So 50 quid on that will bag you. 250 quid, including your stake. Uh, remember, you have to be over the edge of 18 to bet. Odds are subject to change. Please gamble responsibly. Uh, basically, we put uh, 50 pounds on every week, and uh, the amount donated to Pros- Prostate Cancer UK includes the original stake of uh, 50 pounds and uh, whatever winnings mm. we win. So there we go. Excellent. And do we have any emails, Peter? We do have a couple. That's Ooh. all right with you. If yeah. you uh, I sort of um, throw your attention towards email corner, That's not, not an unofficial title. <laughs> uh, Ricky Berlin. Hello, Ricky Berlin. Oh, good name. He says, hello, Ramblers. Uh, long-time listener, first-time emailer. Two early highlights in the week taken from Five Lives. Impeccable analysis on the Monday Night Show. Uh, Robbie Savage suggesting that Steve Bruce is the best candidate for the villa job because he lives in the area. And Chris Sutton <laughs> stating... <laughs> Chris, Chris Sutton slating the Bob Bradley appointment at Swansea and then going on to big up Pardew as his first choice for the England job. Oh, wow. Um, oh, Chris. Yeah. In other news, I was lucky enough to go to the recording of Later Live with Jules Holland on Tuesday night in Maidstone. Couldn't believe my eyes, but lurking in the shadows of the studio audience was none other than Big Sam. Oh, one of the first sights. I don't think this has been reported. I'd even, love so. to see him do a, do a song with Jules. Yeah, like a big band <laughs> number. Uh, a little well, honky tonk. Little honky yeah, tonk. You, you, know, you know he's yeah. got a couple of scenarios. I don't reckon <laughs> <laughs> you. They wouldn't let me do it my way. <laughs> I'm not. That, Apparently, I, he had a flat peak hat and he turned up his collar <laughs> to try and be inconspicuous, but everyone around me cottoned on to who he was. He, I tried to chase him down after the show for a photo, but Sam did no want a photo, <laughs> and he was ushered away before anyone could speak to him. According to my brother who spoke to a producer, apparently Sam is a big Blackberry Smoke fan oh. uh, and had uh, gone to the show to watch them. All right. 
Blackberry smoke, presumably better than a um, Samsung um, phone smoke, <laughs> which a lot of them have exploded. So there we go. Uh, uh, I welcome our new sponsor, Samsung. Uh, <laughs> hi, <are we> <laughs> uh, hello to uh, Tom Meller. Uh, Highlight of the week. Uh, last time, Stephen Wolf. Uh, tried to run as leader of the UKP, was banned because he submitted his application form a day late. Today he was punched in the face and taken to the hospital hours before announcing his campaign to lead the party. It's his birthday today. If ever there was a Kevin King in politics, it is him. Not if he dies. Please don't read this out. I will look a complete dick. He's all right, isn't he? He's fine. Yeah, He'll be right. fine. He'll be fine. Mm. Can you just get on that? Double Peter, check. He, he wasn't all right, but Stephen... Now he's Wol- all right. But Stephen Wolfe is all right now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this comes from Callum Hansy. Don't wince, Jim. That was a great gag. Press officer slash utility sub. Ah. And also Tom Owen, chairman, interim manager and Pardew sympathiser. But chairman, interim manager, press officer and utility sub for what? I hear you mm. yeah, say. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I don't hear you say that. It's quite a long sentence. Uh, morning, gentlemen. Morning. I write to you with a proposition for Peter Donaldson. Okay. Whilst listening to last week's episode about short managerial tenures, I texted my club, Colin N. Gaines, chairman, to see who is in charge this weekend. He happened to be in South Shields, a long way from our Essex homes, but the very early or very late Christmas lights provided comfort. Our normal manager is on paternity leave, and it turns out the aforementioned chairman's megalomaniac... Megalomaniacal... Megalomaniacal... Yeah, megalomaniacal... All that. Yeah, megalomaniacal uh, tendencies have shown through wrestling power for himself. I was told as I, rec- as I was required to, and I could stop the power going in my head and going full Padu. Alas, I was unable to do this. Three hamstring injuries led to him putting the kit on to replace our striker. With nine minutes of the cup game to go, I was left as the force sub running the line. As such, we would like to offer Mr Peter Donaldson the job of manager of Colin oh. Gain. Manager, uh, for the final eight minutes, stoppage time not included, of our next fixture. My we can offer a payment of one pint of ale, one pint of lager, a very small German football shirt and an honor- honorary engine status. Please do let us know if you'd like the job. Given last night's escapades, I don't think we can promise a key to the changing rooms. Okay. <laughs> well, quite. So thank you very much, wow, Callum. Where, where are they based? Sorry, I'm not really sure. To be honest, you have to have a look. In Essex, in Essex, I think. Yeah. yeah. So are you so, going to do it, Pete? What's, well, what's I your probably could response? do it. Somebody. Well, you know, I'd start my agent. That's what I would say. <laughs> He's got a lingo already. <laughs> Maybe we could do it and uh, film it for the uh, YouTube channel. You've committed to that without thinking about any of the practicalities or anything, which is classic Donaldson, really. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Two feet in. Something I'll be encouraging the defence to do. <laughs> Two feet and appendage in yeah, Donaldson. I think so. Yeah, OK. Well, I can't promise anything with that, but Pete is, so whatever that's worth. Mm. Um, it's happening. He'll get his eight minutes in charge <laughs> of a football I'll team. I'll get me pound of flesh. <laughs> um, that's it. That is the end of uh, the Football Ramble preview show, sponsored by Bet365. Thank you very much for listening. Before you go, what about that offer one more time, yeah. eh, guys? Yeah, do it. Get uh, yourself over to audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble when the book comes out. You can get yourself a free audio book. Free. Mm. Our, our book for free. Yeah. Unbelievable. You can, you can sign up to that uh, that offer, the audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble offer, with no obligation at all. You can get the free audio book, and then you can cancel, and you're off into the night. Yeah. Out of dog. Like bandi- is... El Banditos. <laughs> exactly. There, 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 is, there, is, there is no obligation here. No. But get yourself a free audio book. Sometimes, not... sometimes this show does feel like an obligation for everyone who listens, <laughs> but it's very much become a job. Like, <laughs> for you and us. And well, we appreciate it. <laughs> so, yeah, audible.co.uk forward slash football ramble. You'd genuinely be a mug not to do that. Yeah. You mugs. Yeah. Don't be mugs. All right? And that's You're enough right. talk from me. Uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.